Hello and welcome to my evening devotional. I am Tony Silvera and every night at 9 p.m. I bring you a meditation on the Word of God at the end of your day. So tune in this week. We're going to talk about the voice of God, multiple aspects of the voice of God. Our scripture for tonight is in Revelation chapter 1 and verse 10. And John describes the voice of God in the following way. I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day, and I heard behind me a loud voice, like the sound of a trumpet. So this is a description of the voice of God uh, in the New Testament by John, one of the early apostles from the church. And uh, we can compare it with uh, what King David describes in Psalms 47, 5. It says, God has ascended with a shout, the Lord with the sound of a trumpet. So a trumpet, a voice, a loud voice like a trumpet. You know, I have never heard a voice like a trumpet. I've heard some different pitches in voices. And some of you know we have a recording uh, studio here from where we're broadcasting this devotional. Uh, and uh, so we deal with sound. And I've heard many voices. We recorded singers, speakers, all types of people. But I've never heard a voice uh, a human voice like a trumpet. But remember, this is not a human voice. So we have no terms of comparison. And when John is describing the voice, he's trying to give an approximation. Also the trumpet of those days, it's not the trumpet of the 21st century or the recent uh, trumpet, but it will be like a similar kind of, of sound. A voice that sounds like a trumpet gives us an idea of vibration, but if it's a voice, uh, there's uh, words, uh, sentences that can be uh, also heard. And, and so when we listen to music, to an instrument, the instrument produces a sound. When we listen to someone uh, talking, uh, the sound is there, but it's articulated, so it's, it's in forms in which we can understand a message. Now, talking about sound and the voice of God, I'll have to talk about this. Recently, um, scientists started talking about string theory, and string theory says that we have more than uh, three dimensions. We know that we have uh, height, uh, we have width, and we have depth. And so we, we describe our world, um, our physical wor world, as uh, three-dimensional. But string theory found out that, in fact, there's other dimensions that we cannot observe, observe uh, only with our eyes, with our human eyes. And uh, there are uh, uh, really tiny microscopic particles. They are at the subatomic level. So they're so small uh, that we cannot observe them. Uh, there's uh, uh, new types of microscopes that analyze these things and they try to go and analyze smaller and smaller and smaller particles. But at the subatomic level, there are particles that produce waves of energy. 
again, there's no lenses that can see it, but there's ways to measure those uh, waves of energy. And they found out at least 11 different dimensions that produce um, particles that are called quarks, pro protons, atoms, well, all the particles that constitute the smallest uh, parts of ma mat matter, like photons and others, that uh, they're, they're studied by science, and they kind of imagine, but because they cannot be observed, but through mathematics and through science, uh, it's possible to, uh, to find them, to uh, uh, go in such a level that you're able to see those small particles. And so the, the smallest of particles will be a vibration. And the vibration produces what? You got it, sound. Uh, you know, the trumpet uh, is an instrument that is made of vibration that is then amplified through a cone. Uh, that's uh, how a trumpet works. And as John is describing the voice of God and, and also David prophetically describing the voice of God ascending, the voice from heaven sounds like a trumpet, like a, a vibration. I remember a few, just a few years ago, a phenomena that happened here in my hometown in Montreal that was recorded in different cell phones. And, and it was sounds of trumpets coming from, from heaven. And this is an atmospheric uh, phenomena. Uh, and uh, there's still a difficult explanation for it. Uh, but but it's, it's like a, a sound of many trumpets coming from heaven. I actually uh, listened to this sound. And then uh, I was able to go on the internet. And there's... Um, uh, different videos. If you uh, Google uh, Trumpet Sev uh, Sound Heaven Montreal uh, or other places, you will find this sound. So it's not new that uh, heaven can produce a sound like a trumpet. But this is not just a sound. When I heard those uh, heavenly trumpets, uh, which you can say it's a phenomenon or can be uh, the, uh, angels uh, uh, producing that sound, that's a sound. That's, uh, that's like music. It's, it's a key. You can identify the key. But here we see the voice of God like a trumpet. Now, we also know uh, through science that if there is no matter, if there's no air, uh, it's not possible for sound to propagate. And I know you've seen science fiction movies and uh, uh, spaceships that uh, come out of nowhere and they do a sound like a whoosh, like or a vibration. Well, in fact, that, that's just for Hollywood because in, uh, in vacuum, in, in space, there's no uh, sound propagation as we have it here. That's why we can determine the velocity or the speed of sound and uh, uh, there's a way to count it. So we, we know exactly uh, how fast sound travels in our atmosphere. But if there's an absence of, uh, of, of atmosphere, of atoms, uh, you cannot actually hear the sound. It doesn't mean that the sound is not there. But in the first day of creation, when God spoke, things that didn't exist materialized out of nowhere. 
And we don't really know where God was physically when he initiated the creative process. If he was present uh, here on earth or in another dimension, we don't know. But we know this, God spoke. And this is recorded in Genesis chapter 1. And let's read verse 3. It says, And God said, Let there be light, and there was light. This is the creative process of God. God speaks things into existence. And uh, how he does it, listen, we're not studying God under a microscope. It's not possible to do so. That's what theology sometimes tries to do. It's the study of God. But we cannot study God like we study uh, matter, like we study a flower, uh, a body. It's not possible to do it that way. So scripture tells us, because this is God's revelation, and then we accept it by faith. And by faith, we know that God created the world. Let me just bring some clarity to this. In, in 2 Corinthians chapter 2, in verse 14, and I'm reading from the Aramaic translation, which is more exact to the meaning of each word, it says, For a selfish man does not receive spiritual things, for they are madness to him, and he is not able to know, for they are known by the Spirit. So we cannot understand the things of God if we're not spiritual. So it's not through science. There's not, not a science to study God, truly. We know there's theology, and I did courses. I, I, I studied theology, and I, uh, theology mainly studies the people that had encounters with God. It doesn't really study God, but it refers to human uh, interactions with, with God and how they were perceived by people. And then theology also uh, studies what we call doctrines, uh, which are human analysis of uh, uh, the, the kingdom of God and how the spiritual realm works and how God interacts with people. That's not what I'm trying to do here today. Uh, I want just to uh, alert you to the fact that if you want to uh, communicate with God, and if you want to understand the things of God, you cannot bring it to logic because human logic is far behind heavenly logic. And uh, uh, so the, the things of the Spirit cannot be discerned by logic. They have to be discerned spiritually. This said, the voice of God can be uh, listened to also in the Spirit, spiritually. God speaks. Uh, the question is, how can we identify the voice of God? And that's what we're learning this week. Uh, in John 10, verse 27, Jesus was talking to his disciples and uh, he explained things through an image, through uh, what we call a parable. And he said, the sheep that are my own Hear my voice and listen to me. I know them and they follow me. Here's a, an image, a picture of Jesus as the shepherd and the sheep who know his voice are his, are like his flock. And from that image, people at that time that had a, a, a clear view of how a shepherd will communicate with the flock 
they know that a, a sheep cannot truly engage into a conversation with a shepherd. But there's commands that the sheep can uh, truly obey or understand. So there's the, the voice of the shepherd telling them to be calm, and that brings calmness to the flock. Uh, sometimes there's a voice of warning when uh, th there's a danger to the flock, and, and, and the shepherd has that voice that will warn the sheep. So the level of communication between a human being and an animal, it's limited by the intelligence of the animal. Uh, not calling you a sheep or an animal, this is just an analogy. So we'll understand that God has a, a higher a type of intelligence, a higher type of understanding. And uh, in this comparison that Jesus uh, was teaching, that in his level of spiritual position, he communicates with us. And who are the ones who listen? His sheep. So it's uh, important uh, for us to see this because when God speaks, not everybody listens. Not everybody can perceive it. And, and so when, uh, when Jesus speaks, his sheep know the voice of the shepherd and they will obey to that uh, voice. During this week, I'll show you uh, different examples uh, when God spoke and not everybody uh, was able to listen. But Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And this speaks of those who listen. And listen how? With obedient attention. We can train ourselves to listen to God. That's an art. Listening to God, it's an art. And God uh, communicates with us. When we talk to God, we call it prayer. And God sometimes answers prayers right then, on the spot. He answers. But sometimes the, the answer doesn't come immediately. It takes time. And that's where sometimes we have some kind of trouble. Because we move in a dimension of time that it's different of God's dimension. Scripture says that one day for God is like a thousand years and a thousand years like one day. Uh, see the discrepancy? None of us lives a thousand years. So uh, what if we speak and God answers in his next day? So a thousand years later, we will not be here to listen. And, and so sometimes prayer seems to go, uh, uh, prayer seems to go unanswered, but in fact, we can have the assurance that God always answers. He will not answer in our time. He will answer in his time. So we need to learn how to listen. So just listen. And hearing God's voice requires a listening heart. It's an art. And mastering the art of listening, it's one of our greatest challenges. We tend to sometimes jump and finish someone else's sentences. And I am guilty of doing this. Sometimes I'm talking with someone who is slow uh, to answer and I see that they're going to give the answer and I complete the sentence before the person speaks. And I had to discipline myself not to do this. We need to learn how to be good listeners. And uh, my question is, how often do we do this to God? We uh, tend to complete his sentences or try to guess what is the will 
uh, of God. How often do we cut off God, assuming that we already know what he's going to say? Uh, do we try to put words in God's mouth? I've seen people that call themselves prophets doing this all the time. They speak out of their emotion and they say it's God speaking. And that's a huge mistake because it can even be offensive. If you're having a conversation with me and you put words in my mouth that I didn't pronounce, that you try to guess my, my thoughts, it can get into the realm of, uh, of offense. And, and some people do this with God. Now, if I hear a voice like a trumpet, Will I be quiet and listen? I think this is why John uh, was uh, listening to God's voice coming like a trumpet. God was trying to have him to, excuse me the expression, shut up. And so many times we have just to shut, to be quiet and listen to God. Will I interrupt a voice like a trumpet, a loud voice, like he says, an extremely loud voice? I don't think so. Will I cover my ears? I don't think so. If it's God speaking, I'll pay attention. And if it's that loud, it will silence all the other voices and it will be magnified above all voices. That's what the voice of the trumpet means. Let me conclude tonight reading a scripture in Psalms verse uh, 10 of Psalms 46, where it says, Be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. God wants to communicate with us. And we need to train our spiritual hearing to listen to what God has to say. And it's not enough to listen. We listen and we obey because when God talks, when God commands, he expects a reaction from us. If we ignore him, he will stop speaking. But if we're paying attention, God will continue to speak. Tomorrow night, I'm going to continue this study on the voice of God. And I've trained myself the best that I can to listen to the voice of God. And there are still times when God is silent. It doesn't mean that he is not there. It doesn't mean that he doesn't listen or he doesn't understand what we're going through. But I will teach you how to develop some spiritual techniques to be a better listener. We'll continue tomorrow. Thank you for listening to my evening devotional. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that red button that says subscribe and uh, it will help our channel greatly. God bless you. I'll be here again at 9 p.m. tomorrow.